So we've got Perry Base Pazak Tesvov. Pazak says, I share or Hosehem Ikshim. We're talking about uh, the Yetzirahara and, and the, the, you know, the ways that it leads a person, right? So, Asher Orko Seyem, that their ways, Ikshim, are um, crooked. Unilozim b'ma'agalosam. Yeah, we're good? I mean, this the test... Okay, and so we'll see what, again, what exactly unolozim, we'll see what that means. Bumagalosam, so a maagal, maagal comes from a language of igul, of course. Igul means a circle, right? So maagal is a circuitous route, a, round, a roundabout way, okay? So says the gom. Amorkan Shloshadvar. So here we're, we're, we're going through, uh, we're running through back from Pasuk Yud Base all the way through our Pasuk. Three themes over here. So back in Pasuk Yud Base, we said, let's see So there we had. The the male Yetzirahara, the, the, the which has two parts to it, the um, part which is uh, kind of wants to be openly evil to people and angry and mean and say bad things, and then the one that's kind of kind of cruel and heinous and is gonna speak double double talk and get the person in in trouble and that type of stuff. Right, that was back at Yud base. Then we had Yud Gimel was. Haozvim Orchus Yosha Lechas Bedarki Hoshech, a more general statement that uh, the evil uh, inclination wants us to leave the straight path and go into uh, dark things which are going to be obviously detrimental. Hamasamkin Lasosra, that they uh, we spoke about the difference between the, the Tsimcha and Gila. Right, so we said that uh, the simcha is when something brand new, meaning when he does something open, evil to the person, so uh, he, he says something mean or, or hurts the person somehow, so there's a certain joy that he has. Whereas when he um, set a person up for failure through double talk, through deception, then and he sees it materialize, that's the language of gila because it's not a brand new happiness, it's already something he's been cooking on. And he's existing. seeing it, what? Existing, right? It's, 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 exactly. It's already been around. Now he's just seeing it come to fruition. So it's a different language of happy, right? So the goal says now between those two concepts <clears throat> that we saw and the one we're introducing over here. <coughs> so we have three general themes over here. So the first one is La Silcha Miderch, etc. That's verse 12. Haozvim. Um, That's verse thirteen, and that's that's that, that's that's all. So twelve and thirteen, that's one topic. Then smechim lasos is a second topic, and our verse over here is a third topic. Vehein 
Neged Torah, Umitzvus, Umidos. So these three evil ways over here, these three negative things that the Yitzhahar is trying to drag us down into, are the opposite of Torah, Mitzvahs, and Tzikun Hamidos, perfecting one's personality traits. How so? Moshe Kiner Mitzvah. So first of all, where do we see that there's a sum total of three positive things that a person can be working on? So we see that in the verse. Kiner Mitzvah, V'Torah Or, Uder Chaim, Tochachas Musr. So these, these are three things. Ner mitzvah, so mitzvahs which are a candle. Torah, which is compared to light. And der chaim, and the way of life, which is tochachas musr, of a reproach of, of uh, refinement of character. Yeah? So. Ula So the first one, that said that the that the Torah is going to try to save you from the evil way. Who can I get the middles? Derech, derech, right? We, we're compa- we, you see that when, you, when we talk about finding one's personality traits, that's called what? Derech Chaim Tochachas Musr. The way of life, reproach of refinement. Right? So that's called a derech, which by the way, um, Misha, what's the morals commentary on Perkeavos called? Derechaim. Very good. Exactly. Derechaim. From this verse. Kiner Mitzvah. That's talking about mitzvahs. That's Ner Mitzvah is his book on Hanukkah where we light Hanukkah candles, right? Torah Or. That's his book on, Moral's book on Purim, where, we, where the Jewish people reaccepted the Torah. And Derechaim. Is his book on Perkyavos of refinement personality traits. Right? So, so that's called derech, a way. And the reason is because Midos, person's personality traits, like even like the English word trait, means a personality is not so much an, an action based. Oh, I did this one action. That's a, with mitzvahs, you did an action, it's either a mitzvah or chasvashalom. It's an avera. It, it, it can be defined by that one act. I can't define a person's personality through one act, right? It's a trait, which means I have to look at an entire um, pattern of established behavior to be able to say, oh, this is a kind person. Say someone's a kind person. That is not defined by any one particular act. He did an act of kindness. It doesn't mean he's a kind person. He could be, he could be a stingy person. He could be a cool person. He could be, he, but he did an act of kindness. That, that doesn't make someone kind. Kind is when I see a pattern, when I see an overall pathway. So that's why the word derech, derechaim, because we're talking about refining our personality traits, it's an overall direction in life that a person is going in. That's character. Okay? So that's why over here, uh, when we're talking about that the Torah is going to save a person, back in verse 12, to save you from the evil path. Right? And verse 13 as well. These are all talking about the ways. So this corresponds, as the Vilna Gon, to the opposite of personality trait refinement. Personality trait refinement is called derech chaim, way of life. And the opposite, of course, is called darkei choshech. If a person is 
uh, evil inclination is taking a person into negative personality traits. Okay? Like the sages teaches, Hadavik Bidarkov. When we when we say Halachta Bidrachov, another example, the mitzvah, right? The mitzvah of Halachta Bidrachov. What does it mean to walk in Hashem's ways? What does it mean to walk in Hashem's ways? How do you walk in Hashem's ways? Where are His ways? Emulate, emulate. What? Emulate His traits. Exactly, Ma, traits. Exactly, Mahu Rachum Afata Rachum. Just like he is merciful, so too you should be merciful. Mahu Hanun Afata Hanun. Just like he is gracious, so you should be gracious. Right? So you see that Halakta Bedrochov, again, the word Derech, right? Going, you should walk in Hashem's path, is referring to personality traits. Okay? Here we're pointing out all the negative, though, right? This is like what not to do. Right, I mean, here there's the three good ones. Exactly, exactly. There's the three good ones, which are um, mitzvahs, Torah, and refinement personality traits. And here we're saying be careful because the Yitzhahara is going to try to do the opposite of all three of these. So in verse 12 and 13, this is the opposite of personality trait refinement. So on the contrary, this is negative personality traits, right? But they're still being referred to as drachim, as derach, as a pathway. That's how you go. That's how a person goes. Right? So, okay. That's right. Okay? Now, the, now we're moving over to verse 14 now. Neged asiyas mitzvus. now corresponding to the opposite of doing mitzvahs, who has mechim lasosra. Now we're talking about a person who rejoices at doing evil. He punches someone in the nose and he's very happy about it. Right? Or, again, so that's a particular action. That's an action right there. Right? We're not talking about a personality trait. We're talking about doing a bad thing to someone else. Whether it be explicitly, that's Hasmechim uh, Lasosra, they rejoice to do evil. Or, Yagilu Bitafuchosra, that's when they, that's when he tricked someone into damaging them where he deceived them by making them think that he's giving good advice. Why is as well? Why isn't it like a derech of evil? Because it's irrelevant. Without saying that this is necessarily his personality, this action is clearly identifiable as a negative action. How do you, how do you know it's an action? La asosra. Smechem asosra. They rejoice when they do a bad deed. Right? Again, he... Insulted someone to their face, made them all embarrass them, made them all pale and turn colors, and he feels great about himself. We're not talking about an overall pathway in life. What kind? Of, we're talking about a particular action right here in the spot. So that corresponds to mitzvahs, which is also a particular action. Here is an action you put on film. That's it's not uh, depend on what you did yesterday, not depend on what you're gonna do tomorrow. Here is a positive action. Yeah. Okay, and then finally, now back to our verse, verse fifteen that we're on, right? Which is um, uh, that, that that's going to obviously correspond to Torah, I mean, the, the opposite of Torah, right? Negative Torah who Asher or Hosehem Ikashim. So 
Hikish is like uh, to be stubborn. Right? Ki Torah ksiv darkecha darche noam. So the Torah, its ways are pleasant. Ve hefuchem asher or chosem yikashim v'lonoim. So someone who is stubborn is the opposite of someone who is pleasant. Let's, let's finish. I, 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 I think it's, it needs a little bit more work still. One second. V'neged kol nesivoseha shalom. So again, the, the verse about the Torah is darkecha darche noam. Its ways are ways of pleasantness. V'chol nesivoseha shalom. And all of its paths are paths of peace. So here, our verse says, asher orchosehem ikashim. Its ways are Stubborn or resistant, and v'nalozim uh, ma'agalosam. That's the opposite of shalom. One second. So not only do we find these statements of the Vilna Gaon um, ultra concise and therefore not explained this last part. Meaning, so first two was pretty good. The the Midos and the Mitzvahs, right? Corresponding to the, to the correspondence to verse twelve and thirteen to the Midos, verse fourteen to the uh, opposite of mitzvahs. Yeah, bad deeds. The fifteen, the explanation of why that corresponds to the Torah, is uh, is is more troublesome. Um, the good news for us is that this sefer, the commentary of the Vilna Gaon on Mishlei, was put out by the Vilna Gaon's one of his closest Talmidim, Rav Menachem Mendel Misklov. Actually, I don't know if it was printed by him, but we have, but we certainly have uh, hagos, notes, comments from him. One of the closest Talmudim, tremendous, tremendous in his own right. Uh, but a lot of a lot of the swarm of the Gon, Rav Mendel either put out or, or wrote notes on uh, to elaborate. So we have one of those over here. You'll see you have a long note in your in your over here. Uh, it, it needs a little bit of elaboration why the Orchosehem uh, Ikshim, that, that their ways are stubborn and Nalozim Bumagalosam, and they stray in their circuitous routes, how that's specifically the opposite of Torah. In what way is that the opposite of Torah? said, okay, its ways are pleasantness and it's, and it's all of those paths of peace, but why are those opposites? Okay, so says Rav Menachem Mendel Misklov. Ulevoyer Dvarov, to explain the words of the Vilna Gaon, Ha'inyin Shechilek Bein Orach Lemagal. So first you have to distinguish between a Orach, a path, and a Magal, a what I've been calling a circuitous route. Ki orach hu derch katan, avalhu 
b'shava u'b'mishur. So orach is a narrow path, but it's straight. Flat and straight. U'b'nitiyasen mina yosher liyamin u'l'smol hunika ikish. But so if they, uh, so that's, it's supposed to be straight. But if it goes right, left, if, if, it's, if it starts slanting away to one side, that's called crooked. Shiyata midderach hayasher, because it deviates from a straight path. Vaholik bederach ikish, and it's going in a crooked way. Crooked, crooked is when something is, you're supposed to have a straight thing. And the thing is, is a bit crooked. If something is meant to be straight, and it's a little bit off to one side, that's called crooked. Okay? Ulechein hu hefech hanoam. That's the opposite of pleasant. What's a, what's a pleasant path? Pleasant is when you're going nice and straight. Right? That's a very easy, nice, pleasant path. You, you know exactly, uh, no big ups and downs, and no... Right and left, just you, know, you just uh, can. Uh, you're riding your bicycle, you can plank out, just right, nice and straight, pl- pleasant. Okay, so kiikish, kisar kiiker hamatok kasher holich b'derech hayasher asher bo. When 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 there's no hayasher. Uh, so the, the most pleasant thing, matok, about a, a path, if it's a very straight, straight path, so then it's very nice because you're right in the middle of the path, you have a little bit of room that way, you have a little bit of room that way, you feel nice and comfortable, and, you, and you're going straight. Umagal, hu der ha-holich, saviv, libilti, negua, badavar atzmo. Whereas, if you need, if sometimes you need a roundabout way, a circuitous way to go around something, like a let's say to go around a mountain or something, right? To go around a lake or whatever it is, right? So there, on the contrary, it's it, it, it goes around the thing. eagle. This comes from a language of circle, like I said earlier. Vehainu, machmas yira Let's say there's a dangerous place over there, right? There's a, I don't know high power, electric wires, or whatever it is, right? So you want to stay clear of that. You want to go, you want to drive around that. Kenyan, sachor, sachor, lekarma, lotikarif. So that, like, the, like, the, like the Torah says that, that a, a nazir who needs to stay away from a vineyard, right? He's, he's very, uh, even if he drinks a little bit of that wine or eats a little bit of those grapes, it would be bad. So it says, stay, you know, stay away, stay away. Right from the from the vineyard, right. So some things you want to stay away from, or a coin from a graveyard. Right? He wants to clear. He wants to steer clear of that. He wants to take a circuitous route and go nice, you know, nice and around. Right. Right. Oh, and so, and the, 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 okay, and so here, they, 
are their circuitous routes are straying, which means it doesn't do a good job of going around obstacles. Suppose there's two different types of paths. One path is when you want to go nice and straight, you're trying to get from, you make a beeline from this place to that place. Then you want it to be straight. And any non-straightness is hurtful. It takes away from the pleasantness. The other way is, on the contrary, sometimes you need a, uh, you need a road that will make sure to go around something that is problematic. Again, you know, a Cohen used to make sure that the road goes around the graveyard. Right? So and there, on the contrary, if the road is not circuitous, it'll be, it'll, it'll be negative. Yeah? So now, what do we see before? So we saw, um, so Neged Hamidabra Mirma Venosnian Eitzah. So if the if the guy, remember we spoke about the, the uh, he gives this advice that sounds like a very good advice, but it's actually gonna end up turning on the person, right? That's Mirma. That's the the uh, double talk, right? So there. It looks like it's a, it's a straight road. This is great. Except the problem is it's going through a graveyard. And you're a Kohen, right? Or you're a Nazir and it's going through a vineyard. Right? So, so, it, so this is where... So there's two types, of, two types of negative roads. One, I'm trying to stay... I'm trying to go straight. And the road, and the road is bent. And it's taking me... In the wrong direction. That, I'm frustrated right there and then. That's going to correspond to speaking evil. Where it's right away in your face saying negative things. It's unpleasant, frustrating to be on that road. Right? The other way is the other way around. On the contrary. Ah, oh, look, it's a straight road. This is so nice. You're happy. But actually it's a bad road. Because it, be it should be going around the, this negative thing and it's not. Yeah? So, um, the who shalom. So this second one, where it's supposed to go around, if it goes around, what is it doing for you? It's preserving you. It's giving you peace. Right? It's protecting you. So it's the opposite of shalom. It's exposing you to a danger. So now we can go back and we can understand that the, one, the, the, the two of them, the first one, again, Torah is described as so Torah has two things. Number one, its ways are pleasant. It means they're straight. Straight road is a good road, number one. But number two, its ways are ways of peace, which means that the Torah knows how to protect you from negative things. And so, so if, if there's something negative, it'll, it'll go around. Yeah? So here we're seeing the opposite of those two. Number one, when it's meant to be straight, it's bent. Yeah. So, so that, that's not that's the opposite of pleasant. 
And when it's meant to be a protective road, when it's meant to bend around something and be a, uh, and be a roundabout or what do you call it, uh, right? Yeah. To be sur- to to go around something circuitously. On the contrary, the thing is straight, which seems pleasant, but it's actually but it's actually going to be to your detriment. That's why that's 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 what the go- that's what the gold meant. Uh, we, we we got that. We registered. Yeah. That's yeah. that's incredible. So that's the last words in the in the Gagon. I didn't even read them because it seemed like he went back to like the wrong pasuk. The very last words back in the Gagon. Vehaim last um, seven words. Vehaim neged these two aspects of the, uh, in our verse that are the opposite of Torah, right? Vehaim neged. They correspond to doing evil openly and speaking in deceitful ways. Why? Because when you speak openly, that's unpleasant for a person. He's trying to have a pleasant day. And when you're making his day all bent out of shape. Yeah? Bent, bent. Bent out of shape. Yeah? And, right. And then, and then, and then, and then, or Mirma deceit is really he should be having to take a circuitous route. And you're telling, hey, just go straight, go straight, yashar, yashar, yashar. Just go straight, and it'll be good. And and the person's like, wow, this is awesome. You showed me the straight road. This is so good. I'm on the straight road. And really, he's about to hit a brick wall. Right. So that's the opposite of Torah. The Torah guides us in both of those ways in the correct way. That. It's default as its ways are ways of pleasantness. They're pleasant, straight, they're good. And if you ever see a circuitous route, it's because it's protecting you from something. Okay? How incredible is that? Okay. That's verse 15. Tazain, 16. Latzilcha me'ish This Pasuk is such a Hashra Pasuk. This this goal is like this is like a key. A key to carry around with you in Mishlei, in other places, in life. It's a big one, okay? Latzilcha. There's a lot of incredible ones that we've seen. This is one of them. Latzilcha mi'isha zara. To save you from a foreign woman. Minochria. From a... Um, strange... From a stranger. Strange woman. Amareha hechalika. That her speech is slippery, a smooth, slippery speech. This has no effect on Newlyweds. No, no, they don't have a Yitzhahara. Yeah, this is this is talking about this is using a woman as an analogy for 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 the for the Yitzhahara, but yeah, they don't have anything. Okay, so first of all, so first of all, as you recall, as you recall, the Vilna Gon told us back in verse twelve. That there are two types of yitzhah, fundamental two types of yitzhaharas that people have. And they are classified as, not to say that this exclusive one-to-one gender one to the other, but they're classified as the masculine yitzhahara and the feminine yitzhahara. We have both. We have both. But why they classify that? Alan, you remember that? Is this similar to the right in your face immediately? It's That's right. right. There, or so that was so both of those were male, because right. th- that was the angry Yitzhar. The two types of Yitzhar, as the Golden says, are Taivoni and Kaasi. 
Tavoni is lustful Yetzirah and the other one is Kasi anger like Yetzirah. Okay, all Yetzirah is divided into these two major camps. So the, the angry Yetzirah, that's the guy that's all seeming and angry and his face is all right. So that now, and that can manifest either because he wants to get that other person either openly doing something evil to him or, you know, making a whole construed plan, you know, the, the Count of Monte Cristo, right? Uh, like, yeah, I'll just spend the next 40 years of my life taking vengeance, right? Like, that's a great lesson. Right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll spend, like, the world's fortune instead of feeding hungry people and doing something good. I'm going to spend, like... It's fortunate when you dedicate my entire life to take that sweet revenge, right? That, that's the male Yetzirah, right? And then the female Yetzirah is the Taiwani, the, the lust, the lustful one, okay? Now remember, the male one broke up into these two that we just spoke out, the openly evil and the and the, and the, the female Yetzirah will also subdivide into two. So when we see the gender being assigned to the to evil actions, that's speaking to male or female. So back in verse 12, from a man who speaks deceit. There's a male Yezahara. Right? Verse 12. Don't look down there. Look up here. Look up here. Look over here. Okay? Whereas now, in verse 16, Me'isha Zara Minochria, feminine. Okay, both women. Okay, so we're talking about now we're switching to discuss the feminine Yetzirah. Not that it's only for women. Women do have more of that one, and men do have more of the other one. But men have plenty of this one also. Right? It's just it's more I mean, the, the the angry guy. Well, I mean, usually you don't see women like in fist fights. Although we did have one right back here. <laughs> Unbelievable, yeah, like a real brawl. That wasn't a cat fight. That was that was that was like two guys, except they happened to be women. But uh, it's incredible. Unfortunately, we have some whatever. But uh, um, but. Uh, but usually, but it's, a, it's a more rare. Yeah, so, so it's it's a more anger is a more male. <laughs> um, so so um, so this is the feminine yetzara which we have to deal with 100 percent. Okay, so and that like just like the previous one had two subsections to it. This one also has two subsections. Now we see over here that the two of them. Well, so what's the how do they translate it in yours? Verse 16. Read it to us. Save you from a strange woman, from a foreign woman. Okay, so what's the difference between a strange woman and a foreign woman? Josh. <laughs> um, I'm not sure. Strange foreign? Someone we don't know at all from a foreign woman. Okay. A, a strange is someone that's to be familiar. Yeah, like you said. Say again? Someone that's familiar but strange, right? No, we don't mean strange like. Like, not strange like a person who like, has a really one really small eye and one really big eye. Not a strange woman, like in that sense. Strange. Strange in the, in the sense of czar means not someone who is, uh, who is one of yours, who, who is yours. I mean, isn't that what foreign is? Okay, so, so, so the Gon explains that anachria means a non-Jewish woman. 
Nochri is a term that's used throughout throughout uh, Chazal to refer to non Jewish people. No, that's uh, uh, a born woman's Gentile. The second one, Nochri. Okay, we just use the Hebrew terms. Okay, whereas Isha Zara is a Jewish woman, but she's someone else's wife. So she's Zara means instead of being your wife. She's somebody else's. So she's she's a strange mean like a stranger means someone who's not who's outside of your whatever your family or whatever it is, right? So there's these two types of women: the one who's a Jewish woman, and we'll see what kind of Yitzhara that represents, and the other one is the non-Jewish woman. Okay. So let's see the go. He'll 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 say it better than me. She wanted to give a little bit of introduction. Asher Mifarish Hanukva de Sitra Akra. Now we're going to explain the feminine Yetzahara. Vuhu Sod Hataivon. This is the um, foundation of lust. Vihi Nechlekes Gamkein Lishnaim. This also subdivides into two categories. Vuhu Taiva Vechemda. Lust and. Um, Okay, that's a good word. I have a good word. A- and desire. Lust and desire. What do you mean, lust and desire? One is controlled, one isn't, per se. Desire, desire is no. emotional, no. mental. Oh, okay. Lust, it, lust has, is acted upon. Possibly. Lust doesn't have to be acted upon. Right. Lust sounds more powerful, maybe. Lust is more physical. Lust is a physical feeling. I mean, lust is something that where you want pleasure, physical pleasure. Lust is the pursuit of physical pleasure. Okay. Where desire is the pursuit of emotional satisfaction. Okay, and sometimes people, do different people, I do seemingly the same act, but one is doing it for the lust, and one is doing it for the for the desire. Okay, so lust is basically going to be pretty straightforward. It's either going to be food and drink, or. Um, pleasure with the opposite gender, or with. <laughs> you can leave it there. Okay, so <laughs> so um, so that's lust. Okay, whereas hemda desire is gonna be all the things that. People spend tons of money on because the truth is, lust usually is not like in the big digits, right? Like you know, just f- concrete, physical, animalistic pleasure that you know, like any chimpanzee would enjoy as well, right? It's usually not really high price tag. Right? Well, no, it's not. It's not. It's not. So, it's not. It's not so expensive. It means, for example, food. 
person wants to eat delicious food, right? Okay, so delicious food. How is delicious food? Let's say you go to a, a person goes to a steakhouse, fine. But but like fine French cuisine, right? For like three hundred dollars a plate, that's not because of the person lusting for some good, you know, meat or whatever it is, right? That's more of you know the he wants to be in the certain ambiance surrounded by certain people with certain you know there's some violin and and a little bit of a you know, whatever the champagne and that, right that that's that's not lost that's desire for for certain things a, a, a five thousand dollar watch there's, there's no physical pleasure in that there's no pleasure in that it doesn't feel good in in a, in a physical sense right it uh, for some reason, a person finds that emotionally uh, satisfying, emotionally fulfilling, or whatever it is, right? So that's more desire, right? Um, it could be lustful if you want to. I have to eat the whole quart of ice cream. Right, like that—that's that's the physical, right, right. Just to like stick your face into the into the ice cream, or or to devour that steak, or again, you know. Um, sexual things right those are uh, whereas you know the guy that you know what's um, I don't know if he's alive anymore the Michael Douglas is it the father the son? I don't know, whatever but one of them is like a, like a 90 year old man and he like marries like a 25 year old model or whatever right like he like he's not even Functional and you, like, like, so you, it, the, the point is, <laughs> the point is that, that he feels good when he has a beautiful young woman with him. It's, it's not seemingly coming from lust. It, it's, it's coming from his image of himself. He, he this is this so what? That's a desire. Yeah. Okay. So that's going to be Hamda. So that's that's Taiva and Hamda. Okay. So that's that's going to be a very important distinction. Let's pause here. Because it's a, it's a long piece, and I think this was a very nice introduction. So we'll start. We'll, st- we'll, we'll start uh, kind of getting into things. There's a sham next week.